Quiet on the set. Action. everyone, and welcome to the Movie Machine Podcast, a show produced by Hot Chocolate Media, where we make up a movie for you very fast based on a random suggestion from the internet. Hooray! We are joined by three wonderful guests today. We have our writer, Kyle Decker, who is Frank Langella's PA on Superman Returns. We have our director, Ben Lifson, who is Whoopi Goldberg's hairdresser. And we have our producer, Isaac Sunleaf, who is the heir to both Sunships and Gold Leaf Tea. Welcome, gentlemen. Thanks so much for being here. I, I just want to say I'm glad you finally united those two kingdoms together. Yeah. They were feuding for way too long. Yeah, I, I really consider myself just a, a unifier of worlds. Right. Yeah. With something needed in the, the world of quasi-healthy junk food. All right. So, your prompt for today. The theme of this story, dark drama. The main character is a patriotic hacker. The major event of the story critical injury all right so our opening of the show we're we're obviously in someone's basement it's dimly lit with the back glow of an led monitor somewhere in the corner there's some uh 80s retro synth pop playing you know hintly over some headphones and then we go into the music this little thing screen and then we see you know multi-monitor set up and there's cans of energy drinks around and and places mess and there's this guy he's just He's typing away. He's on the dark web. I don't know how that works, but we'll make it work in the thing. He's on the dark web, and he's just shutting down. He's shutting down, like, uh, alt-right websites left and right. So, that's what I did there. Like, shutting down the revenue streams. If they do a fundraising thing, he's flagging them. He's just, like, totally shutting down the the right wing of the internet and everything. He's just laying waste to noobs on 4chan the whole time. Like, he's gone rogue. In the meantime, he's also avoiding the FBI and everything because he's also attacked a lot of right-wing politicians and everything whose views every time they kind of don't denounce nazis or anything he openly attacks their websites and stuff and everything and like really goes after him so he's kind of a he's a chaotic good patriot like he really you know he's he's not working for the government he's working what he thinks our country could be and he's just like doing it all the time but then like during the day and here's the thing he, he does work for the federal government. He's just a, like a data analyst at a federal building in Washington, D.C., and he's keeping his like alt-right smackdown hacker persona to himself or herself. This this character could be a woman. There's like, uh, let's give him a name that is general neutral Tracy, our main character, whose uh, dark web name is uh, Hera. Which, even if it's a male, you know, it throws people off and kind of going down. So they're doing this. Meanwhile, there's a, a, a task force of FBI counter hacking stuff. And one of them, this, this other young agent's been signed to specifically hunt down Hera. But this person's having a conflict of morality because he thinks, or they think, Hera's doing a good job. This is Officer uh, Reigns. And it's basically cat and mouse and ultimately ends with the hacker and the person hunting down working together to prevent an actual alt-right terrorist attack in Washington, D.C. 
and you know to pr- try and prevent a whole bunch of injuries but they only stop at some and the uh title of the movie is gods and hunters all right so ben you've been handed the script for gods and hunters it is delivered in encrypted pdf form to you mm-hmm. what do you think is this something that you you have an idea for in terms of artistic vision yeah, well, a couple things. First off, for Tracy, I was thinking um, we want to get someone who can play off, you know, because he, I want to have a real night and day. I don't want Jackal Hyde sort of, I don't want to say Jackal Hyde, but, you know, like he's one way on the net, but he plays this persona. So I want someone who, you know, can act like he's very friendly, who can, you know, be your friend. And then he can contrast it when he's hacking. He totally gets in the serious zone, just like, I just gotta, I gotta, I gotta take these guys down. So I'm thinking Joseph Gordon-Levitt could do it. Love it. Love it. I, either way. Um, JGL. Just yeah. JGL. Yeah, JGL. Yeah. Uh, I think he could play a pretty good, um, pretty good in that role. Definitely. I I really want to. Since we're spending so much time on the internet, though, I, I really want to give the, the net scenes a unique style. Like I, I want to make sure you know we don't want to just see you know the boring hacking thing of like oh yeah I'm typing and you know all this shit is showing up on the screen. You know, because people have seen that, and so I'm thinking, you know, we can definitely, a good chance to do some really nice, um, like, sort of Sherlock-esque visual effects, you know, show them, it's more, because hacking's really learning about information and finding the weaknesses, so I'm really framing it more like a detective story in that kind of way. I mean, I think the handheld look works for this, you know, people, for some reason, like handheld when you're doing government thrillers, because... I guess government thrillers can't afford tripods, so we're gonna do that. It'll make it feel real and gritty. You know, some hacking stuff and a couple, you know, a couple action scenes at the end. I really wanna have them, or Tracy, use his hacking abilities to take down the big bad at the end. Not, you know, not have him become an action hero. So I think, and that'll really be. I think um, I'm just adding a little thing to the script where he is able to um, use social media to just confuse everybody by making so many fake things and specifically target to like fake bulletins or whatever to the various people at the terrorist thing that they're like, uh, I don't know, or like they start attacking the wrong people, you know, just turning themselves against each other. So I think that'll be, that'll be fun. All right. So Isaac, you've been handed a, a treatment for gods and hunters. What do you think? Is this something that's feasible economically? Did you cast the government agent? Oh. Oh, too late now. All right. No, that's good. That's good. I I love this script. Uh, the internet is really hot right now. Real big. Real confusing to me, but real big. I so with my my merger of Sun Chips and Gold Leaf Tea. Uh, I've come up with this new business strategy, and well, it's mostly from talking to my nephew, who's really into bitcoins. So what I'm thinking for funding this is similar to the new Sunship Gold Leaf, is just move everything to bitcoins and just really go for that market. The thing is, I don't have that many, but I do know that somewhere in my home there is a PSP with about a hundred bitcoins on it. Whatever bitcoins are worth right now, that's the budget. And I really want to do that because I feel like it'll just pull in all the confusing internet meme stuff that's going on right now. I like JGL. I saw Snowden and that was a really good movie. And so he, he he can stare at the computer real good. I think he'll be good. For the government agent, 
Tyler, my nephew, he's really in the in the in crowd. And right now, I really feel like Daddy Yankee is pretty big. So if Daddy Yankee could play the government agent, that'd be great. I think what we really need to have going on, though, is uh, cameos. That's where we're going to get the big thing. So uh, if we could just do some cameos, again, we're on a Bitcoin budget. Uh, and I think the more obscure internet cameos, the better. So the person who who designed sound for Pac-Man, if he could just pop up, people might not know who he is, but the people who do will appreciate it. I'm gonna need at least a few bags of sun chips in there and probably some gold leaf tea. I, th I feel like the main character drinks a lot of tea and, and eats a lot of sun chips. We could give it that retro feel if we had those sun chips that are definitely loud, the bags that compost, but also burst your eardrums. So yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna push for this movie as hard as I can. As soon as I find my PSP, I think we're, I think we're golden. We're good to go. All right. So Kyle, you've been given some pretty specific instructions on, on how to proceed. You have a budget of approximately $442,000. What do you think? Are you going to make some more changes or punch this up? I, I don't know how much we can do. I can't punch this up with that budget. And I don't know how we're going to do cameos or even get JGL. Like with that budget, I like like I know he'll do an in indie piece, but I don't think he'll work for like any more a Hollywood indie piece has to be at least two million. You know, we need at least another three hundred bitcoins to make this bad boy work. Which you know, a hundred bitcoins is not bad. It's just not good either. It's what it is. I I think if we're gonna do that much product placement, we should get a nice big fat check from Sun Chips and and Peak Tea. You know, just like if they could each throw in 500 grand, that's not much for product placement. With the Bitcoins, we can make this work. As far as that, like, it's, uh, I, I like doing the Sherlock thing. Like, we can show, like, we can get a whole bunch of, like, white dude extras, like, sitting at home. And one of them, they're, like, you know, at a red solo cup beer pong party. And one goes, dude, our website's down. You know, we show, like, little text pop up over, like, Sherlock of them, of uh, our hero hacking it and everything so we can do just like cuts to the douchebags they're screwing over and maybe have like the main villain meetup media like a made up like tea party republican congressperson who's kind of pulling all the strings with the fbi and all behind the scenes and just real real asshole like we'll kind of add like we need a good villain because i think ultimately our government agent, our hacker, should be the protagonists who are initially put against each other, but team up to take down this corrupt congressman. Because the agent will figure out that the congressman is actually the evil one who maybe even is fun helping fund the terrorist organ the the right wing terrorist organization, and everything. As far as that, I mean, cameos would be great. We could use you know the YouTube personalities who aren't racist, like all three of them. We can get Donkey. And uh, Ethan and uh, uh, Hilla of H3H3 on there, and we could get that might be it who's not racist, maybe maybe a couple of the Twitch streamers who Twitch like PUBG and, and Overwatch, maybe a couple of them aren't racist, we'll figure it out or sexist or something. Like, it'll be we won't have to do that many cameos because, like, usually if you're a YouTube or or Twitch personality, you're probably a bit of a narcissistic dickhole. So we just narrow down to the handfuls that, that aren't. Or if they are, at least they're a narcissistic dickhole for the right reasons. We maybe find a couple of those. 
that I just threw out a couple. Maybe Shroud, the streamer of Cloud9. Things like, yeah, you can have him do a cameo. He has about enough charisma to fill a shot class, so that could work. Yeah, we can do that. And maybe during the action, like, like you have a whole bunch of, like, first-person shooter, like, Twitch streamers giving them, like, maybe our hackers on the street and is given a gun and has to fight the terrorists, and, like, in their, like, Bluetooth earpiece. You got all these first-person shooter people giving them tips. And maybe they've helped hack into cameras around, so they're basically like stream camping the terrorists, if you will, and we have a big fight scene like that. We'll pull in that. Maybe we can get like PUBG or Overwatch Blizzard to give us some money too, if we incorporate that into it as well. Just ideas. All right, so Ben, you've got a punched up mm-hmm. uh, super tea party or bad guy, and a bunch of casting decisions made without your permission. Right. What do you think? What's, well, first what's I'm next? going to take all those casting decisions and throw them out. I've never heard of this donkey guy, but I will not put someone so silly. I, I, I'm looking it up right now, and he talks about animal characters, and I'm not putting that in my Academy Award-winning film, okay? So, so first off, JDL, okay, we can't get, so I'm, I'm, I'm going, I'm throwing a curveball here, okay? And hear me out, we haven't seen him in a while, but Rupert Grint, or Grit. You thinking Ron Weasley? Yeah. yeah, well, the thing, I mean, well, here's the thing, is, you know, that stigma, it also lets us get him for cheap because we're like, here's a character who's very dissimilar to the one you're trying to get out of. Take it for less money. And, you know, he'll take it. And you know what? He can, he can be likable and he and, you know, connecting with Harry Potter to JK as, you know, very outspoken about a lot of these issues as well. So, little connection there. So I think, and I think he can play, you know, the, you know, kind of fun, doofy guy. I, I think we, we'll make, we'll play it up so he's the kind of guy who you wouldn't expect to be an expert hacker. And, you know, you know maybe he'll even play it like when he's trying to act, he'll, they'll talk about computer stuff and he'll have no idea, act like he has no idea what he's saying and, you know, just like infuriate any, anyone who knows about computers. But that's part of the joke. <sighs> I've been struggling really to um, get the actor to play uh, the FBI guy. A lot of the ones I want are totally out of the price range. Because, uh, do you have more than one PSP producer? Uh, I'm working on it. Well, okay. I'll, I'm, I'm working on it. Okay. Well, well if you want to count that up, and um, we'll just put make oh, the... Oh, you can get like an old-ass character actor like Dick Miller or something. He was like the detective guy in Gremlins. I'm Dick Miller, that guy. Sure, why he's not? Kinda, he's old as hell now. How so. many bitcoins is he? I'm I'm do, I'm doing the I'm doing the math. Like, uh, how, how much do I need to purchase the Dick Miller power up for my movie? I don't think he doesn't. He doesn't do movies that much anymore. So you know, be cheap. Yeah, I'll get him. I'm sure I can get him cheaper than Rupert too. Yeah. He wasn't in Harry Potter, was he? No. Okay. Are you sure? I'm like there was sure. a, there were like. 500 oh, no, no, you know, We just get movie. Scott Kahn. He hasn't done work in a while. So I'm he, gonna, uh, he, he was an enemy of the state, so he's done a hacker. Yeah, I'll before. stick with the dick one. Plus, I imagine he's cheaper because of his name. So I think that'll be good. And yeah, I like your cameo ideas, which I thought of. I mean, not cameos, uh, the Sherlock hacking montage. Yeah, I just was enhancing yeah. what you did. I'm not trying to steal your Alright, so Isaac. Uh, you've got some uh, revisions to the script. You've got cameos. What do you think? Is this going in the right direction to make you some money? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, you know, the internet's 
big, big time right now, and I, I like that. I don't understand it, but flashing lights are always good. So I, I spoke with Sun Chips board, and they said they're, they're fine. They would give us another million. The only request is at the end of the, the title of the script, it has to be colon a Sun Chips adventure. Um, when you say million, do you mean a million bitcoins or just a million dollars? A, a million dollars. I, I transferred it from bitcoins in my brain real fast. So we have that. Then the other thing, I think how we can cut some corners and also bring in some more revenue is when the hacker enters the hacking world on a computer, because that's how it's done. We will see, (laughs) we will see, instead of just him on a computer, we will have fight scenes in 8-bit. So we'll have his, an 8-bit version of his character, punch, punch a neo-Nazi in the face, uh, which I think is great, because you can easily make that Nazi symbol in (laughs) 8-bit. So I think we'll, we'll save some, we'll save some money that way, and we get to see, we get the satisfaction of getting to see someone punch a Nazi because that's that's really what I want to see right now and it'll just be a good way to bring out he'll enter the world wide web in a, in a way that anyone can see the other thing I should probably bring up is that my email has been hacked by an e-cigarette and they love the script so we're gonna get another hundred bitcoins from them and two more PSPs if we want to play on them so, I think with that, we'll have plenty of money. We could probably go back to JGL or Rupert Grint. JGL, definitely. JGL? JGL, definitely. All right. Maybe Rupert Grint can play the old man. He's not supposed to be an old man. I just Dick Miller's like 88 years old, and he may be a bad casting for an FBI agent. No, I, no, I feel too strongly about it. Working with him on set, I, I can't let him go. Okay, that sounds good. As uh, also, my nephew said that he'll he'll give us an, another one hundred bitcoins if if we have at least one character from the Emoji Movie make a cameo. So, like the actual Emoji or the actor who voiced it. He doesn't understand that there are actors behind it, so okay. the actual Emoji. Well, the movie goes out tomorrow, but but we'll see what happens. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to plug all of your data into the movie machine here, which sounds like keys clacking and cool internet sounds. Cool. This movie has some very interesting results. (laughs) (laughs) You don't say. It's received kind of vaguely. It's (laughs) critics don't think it's completely horrible. People come and see it. You attract some of like the kind of lowbrow action movie crowd. People who love. Like Transformers movies or like Fast and Furious movies come out because it's marketed in the same way those types of movies are, with like the we gotta defend what's ours sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you you kind of you you definitely make your money back. Not that your your budget was all that big. You make a little bit extra. In fact, the the kind of odd side effects of this the. Liberals view this movie as, like, somebody who heard about liberalism once trying to, like, recreate it on paper. And the Tea Party folks actually take it and they use it as, like, propaganda to, like, you know, it's like, this is the future that liberals want. Can't you see how cartoonish this is? And, like, the they use it to further their their goals and more, more alt-right sites begin popping up on the internet because of that. Uh, also, the PlayStation Portable 
a 13-year-old console uh, definitely gets, like, a weird resurgence because of this. Like, people are buying them on eBay for no reason, so it's just kind of an odd side effect of this. That's kind of what happens. What do you guys think? Can you sit well with this, or do we need to make some changes? We'll begin with you, Kyle. I don't understand. Like, this isn't a movie about liberalism. This is a movie about being a patriot and not putting up with shit. Like, because liberals obviously aren't patriotic because they allowed all this bad shit to happen. By being centrist and inactive and disorganized and not campaigning in Wisconsin like idiots. But anyway, one, I don't understand how alt-right people even know how to use the internet like to actually build a website. I know they understand how to make like a Twitter account and spam people. The interesting thing about racists is that they still have smart nephews. You know, those nephews need to learn not to help them. So I, I do think Dick Miller was a poor casting for an agent, he, an 88-year-old man, current FBI agent. Like, he's a little past his prime by about 40 years. Maybe, maybe what, what if he plays like an agent in retirement? Uh, that, like, we keep Rupert Grant as uh, the agent and like, Rupert Grant like has drinks with him afterwards and they just, they like to talk shop and everything. So it's a cool like Dick Miller moment and like humanizes our agent a little more. Uh, so we'll write some scenes of that, like of them in a bar talking about the case and everything. Because that's what we like, our exposition told in a bar between two great actors. Let's say we have the villain, instead of being the actual congressman, it's like the congressman's aide. And the congressman is, is just unaware and everything. So maybe that'll be like, instead of saying Republicans are evil, we're saying some of the people Republicans listen to are evil. So that's enough far away, I think, to keep people from getting pissed off. So yeah, that's what, those are all the changes I make. All right. So Ben, you've got some changes. Uh, what do you think about what happened with the movie? Here? So I'm just going to do that. And then um, for the rest of my time, I'm just going to make a video game based on the hacking animations we did. That turns out that was pretty badass when I watched that back. I was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I'm just gonna... But make it only available on PSP, and we'll get a paycheck from Sony as well. You read my goddamn mind. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah. Right. Can... Did, did we just have a moment? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I bet they have a warehouse somewhere just full of PSPs that they were gonna just write off, and now they can, like, sell them for... Bank. Right. Wow, we just had a, a moment brought to you by Sunship. In fact, I'm also going to... Um... Oh, yeah. She meant to change the title. Oh, yeah. And I'm going to release it slightly before the movie, so we can technically say that this movie's based on a video game. <laughs> um, just because that will then get some attention from... means that video game journalists have to at least mention it. It's like, well, this is a video game movie, so we have to mention the fact that it exists, and that will get Creating people to see it. Creating our own publicity genius. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm going to throw in most of your ideas. They're pretty good. Yeah, you know what? So, Joseph and uh, Rupert are both really confused because we both talked about both of them being cast, like, interchangeably. So, I kind of filmed both their scenes together. <laughs> so, I think the... Are they just brothers now, or what? Well, no, I just filmed each scene twice. <laughs> I think the RDJ one's the one that we're going to actually release to theaters. Uh, we release both versions, like Pokemon has a right, red exactly. and blue version, so we can make... Gods and Hunters Red and Gods and Hunters Blue. Well, the Rupert one is also going to be released uh, in Europe. Is that, That's going to be the European version. And the, he makes some more specific references to British politics, too, in that version. 
And yeah, I think both versions will complement each other. And if it's successful, we'll do like a Pokemon Yellow and combine them. All right, so Isaac, you get some interesting directions from your your conspirators here. Yeah. Uh, Kyle recanting his his own Dick Miller casting and Ben going balls to the wall in the video game and multiple version aspect. What do you think? I think this movie should go straight to PSP. <laughs> uh, skip the DVD phase. Just just straight to PSP for several reasons. One, I have a lot of PSPs now. And two, I, I feel like we we maybe didn't approach the whole Nazi thing with the most thought. So I think maybe the the fewer people who see this on a large screen, the fewer people we confuse. So definitely definitely straight to PSP. I'm gonna invest in in PSP if that's an option. I mean internet touchscreens. I don't know. In Sony. Invest in Sony? Oh, alright. I'll I'll talk to my Bitcoin nephew about that. Tyler knows a lot. And I feel overall like we we did we did some good, we did some bad, but we had a good time doing it. JGL is now my cell phone, which was really my ultimate goal. And I'm also probably gonna just throw some free copies of this into Sunship bags. Just as a heads up. Like the old cereal cereal toys. It's now going to be a PSP disc? Uh, a UMD. It's a what? A UMD. That sounds dangerous. Um, <laughs> or like a metal, medical school of some sort. But I, either way, I hope the PSP lives forever. I don't think it will. <laughs> All right. So there you have it, folks. Gods and Hunters, A Sunship's Adventure. How did it end up after our changes? It was a runaway success, right? I mean, it was a runaway success for those people who were desperately looking for more UMDs to add to their PSP collection. Hell yeah. So, yeah. All four you, you, you guys break even and no other interesting things happen. And as always, we are going to wrap up with a quote of wisdom from our divine sage, Guy Fieri. You fortify it with your own little giddy-up. Goodbye, everyone.